Welcome to this week's episode of the Jake and Joe Show, where finally we are going to theme the entire episode around health and fitness. What? No finally, way. <laughs> took us 12 episodes. We've only been talking about it for how long now and it's finally happening? It's been at least a month and a half, two months. Well, let's do it. So how about that snowstorm? Oh man, that snowstorm. That is, it is, it was the biggest snowstorm that we've gotten. In my life, I think. I, I dare say my, my knowledge of my entire life, I've never seen the snowbanks outside of my parents' house as high as it was when I drove in the other day. I couldn't even see their windows and I was just like, I asked my mom, I was like, I, I don't remember the snowbanks being this high. Was Am I just, you know, not remembering? And she said, nope, not since I was a little girl. I don't know how accurate that is. Yeah. But, uh, and I saw, did you see TV5's prediction said that, not prediction, TV5's reporting said that we had 40 inches of snow in Skowhegan. I thought that was a little overkill. I think a little bit. But I also had some people... Uh, comment on that post saying that they really do believe it because they had at least that in fresh powder without the um what's it called when the wind blows the snow the drifts, uh, the drifts yeah. yeah so i mean maybe little pockets of skowhegan got that much but i'd say we we honestly did get at least 35 36 i Three think feet, that's real so, yeah oh yeah because i uh we got just as much here yeah and i i raked off the roof and there was like three feet of snow on that thing. Yeah. Oh, that was rugged. So yeah, as you guys could probably guess, we're recording um, the week of Valentine's Day. So the Valentine's Day episode just came out. That's when all the snowstorms seem to be hitting us. But we're in the clear for a couple days. The At least for the, la- the next week, the radar looks pretty clear. Yeah, that's good. But yeah, I mean, I can't think of a snowstorm that big for a long time. I do remember having this much snow when i was a little kid um like during the duration of the winter building up to this much snow i don't know if maybe that's just me thinking there was that much because i was a little kid and the snowbanks looked taller when exactly, i was little proportion right but i feel like we used to have this much when i was younger but nonetheless i mean 40 something or not 40 30 something inches in a single storm that's just that's crazy. That's a lot of snow. It was, it was also very hard to deal with. I don't remember driving and needing to nose out into the road as much as I've had yeah. to do this year ever in Skowhegan. Yeah. You had to be like halfway in the lane in order to see. see. Yeah. It's pretty dangerous. There's a lot of roads where half the lane, half of one of the lanes is gone. Yeah. So like they're, you, both lanes are sharing, you know, a lane and a half. It's some clo- like tight areas because mm-hmm. of all the snow. Nowhere to put it. So it's been a couple of weeks since we've recorded. Uh, last week, I was feeling under the weather, sick, like pretty pretty sick. I wouldn't say flu. I, I wasn't puking or anything like that. But I had a pretty bad head cold, and I was in no place to record. So we took a week off, back at it again. Oh, yeah. So it's a little, it's bad for us, but not really, because I know we can totally do with, deal with it. In fact, I was just telling Joe that I feel like we could probably do this live where we record and then the next week it's sent out. I would feel pretty confident that we could manage that, but it is nice to have the buffer. It is nice to have a buffer. 
So losing that week is quote-unquote bad for us, but it's good for you guys because now, until the end of the season at least, we are going to be one week more relevant. One week more relevant. (laughs) We're thinking of doing a themed style season next season. I know we have mentioned doing seasons where we're going to take like a month break from this to like regroup our thoughts and get back on the same page and get ready to go for the next set of episodes. But we're also toying with the idea of doing themed episodes. And we're actually experimenting with that with today's episode where all the topics, although we have a tech and we have a discussion topic, they're going to be based around the same basic idea. Like today it's health and fitness. We're not going to really go deep into health and fitness because I don't think either of us are really like a health or, health and fitness junkie. Like I <laughs> no. could stand to lose a few pounds. I was here, wolfing but... down a bacon double cheeseburger on the way here. So, <laughs> But like we, we've got some general concepts we want to talk about. So we're thinking for next season that that's what we're going to try to strive towards is um, themed episodes where you know what to expect for the whole show. Right. You look at that title and you're going to be like, okay, so Jake and Joe are going to be talking about virtual reality. Jake and Joe are going to be talking about health. And you know that no matter what it is, tech or discussion, you're going to see a lot more consistency and it'll kind of make it less into a variety show by episode but it will still definitely be a variety show as a whole right and i think it'll just make it easier to listen to um so we'll give that a shot and see this if we get will any probably feedback. be the only episode we do it on for now just because yeah. we're experimenting with it and we want to see what it sounds like who knows you may come back next week and we'll do another themed episode yeah we might like it <laughs> you never know we uh, can't commit anymore <laughs> we're so inconsistent yeah but uh, that that's the fun in it, so that's what we're going to go with for now. Got to keep our bases open to make the most entertaining show possible. I know you guys have been waiting for an update, so I'm going to give it to you. I finally got a new mouse. Oh, man, I've been waiting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I returned the Corsair, I got a refund, and then I ordered a Logitech G403, and it's been a really great mouse. I highly recommend it to any of my mouse enthusiasts out there, because this is like the fourth mouse I've had since before christmas yeah it is the no it's the third mouse the third one wow so no it is the fourth because i had my mamba i went to the since the, christmas that, yeah Dang. i went to that mobile one that i didn't like then i got yep. the other corsair the m65 that i loved but didn't work on my computer so then i got this so yeah four mice and that's your favorite one this is my favorite one awesome. so far i was really worried that i wasn't going to find one to replace that corsair m65 that i had mm-hmm. but this one's done a good job of replacing it so Speaking of mice and technology, how about we get into that technology segment? All right. This week's tech segment is going to be health-based because, as we said, we're doing a health-based show. Uh, And Jake came up with it, so I'm going to pass it off to him. I'm just kidding. I was going to (laughs) say, I just gave him a look like, uh... He gave me such an uncomfortable look. So... I had to do a little research here on what I wanted to go with for the tech segment this week because I wanted to keep it uh, current. Like, I wanted it to be new news, but I wanted it to be accurate and health-based. And I didn't know if I was going to find any significant health news in technology recently. But I got lucky. I found an article on a new device that scientists are working on that is akin to a health tracker, like those Fitbit devices, uh, the Garmin devices, you know, that that the type of thing. The, the wearable. 
Yeah. But this one works a little bit differently than those traditional style uh, fitness trackers. This is one that you eat. What? It is a pill-shaped fitness tracker that you eat, and it sits in your stomach. And it's powered by stomach acid. No way. That's pretty cool. So it doesn't have a battery or anything in it like that that could you know, erode in your stomach and like cause damage. It's powered by your body. So you don't have to worry about that. So it must give you like chemical info. Uh, it gives you, it, it depends on the sensors that they put in the tracker itself. Um, I know there's, there was like a science project you could do when you were a kid with lemons where you would power a light bulb with, uh, you know, citric acid coming off lemons. It's, it's very similar to that. There are two prongs that stick off the device uh, one of them ionizes acidic acid in your stomach, and the other one picks up that ionized acidic acid and turns it into power. Hmm. So it's self-sufficient. Right now, it's it's not ready for humans because the technology is still new enough that the tablet is big. It's a fairly decent size. It's 1.6 inches and a half an inch in and diameter. One in three people will choke and die. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh, so they, they, they tested it with pigs. Because uh, they are able to swallow, you know, more than humans can. <laughs> yeah. And the one that they tested with had a temperature sensor in it in a transmitter. So they they fed it to the pig, and it took six days for it to pass through the pig. So for six days, they were able to track uh, the pig's internal temperature. Yeah. And, and it would beam the information to a receiver six feet away. And I was wondering how that pill would not pass through your system. Right. They're, they have said that they're looking for a way to anchor it so it stays in place. I don't know how that's possible. But I, don't I mean know. Technology is right. You know, you know they're, they're scientists. Yeah. They'll, they'll probably <laughs> figure something out. Um, but for now, I mean, it, it passes through you, so you wouldn't want to swallow a pill that size and have it pass through you. Right. <laughs> it generates power that's comparable to the voltage of like a small alkaline battery. So whatever you could, you know, power with like a double A or a triple A or something like that mm-hmm. uh, is what this thing is capable of doing. Um, and, it, and it beams information every 12 seconds. So, I mean, th- this would be cool to pair with your cell phone, not have to wear anything, but get insanely accurate information. I mean, they could put, right. they, they've already done it with like a temperature sensor. They could do it with... Uh, they, they can do it with a lot of different sensors. Yeah, the first thing I think of is if you're feeling sick and you're like, oh, do I have a fever? I don't know. Would it work that way with internal body temperature? Like you, could, you could tell if I'm sure you had a fever. I'm sure your internal body temperatures read differently when you're healthy versus when you're sick. Right. So, so I'm sure they could do something. Exactly. So you could actually know. You could kind of like diagnose yourself almost. Right. Like, so, all right, there's something wrong. So this has a lot of practical applications in terms of health and fitness. Um, you know, I know for a lot of people, they stay away from those health trackers. I know I personally have because I'd forget to use it. You know, right. it's, it's another thing that needs to be charged. It needs to be plugged in at your, you know, your side table when you go to bed or whatever. And it's just something that I would forget to throw on in the morning or forget to wear. Exactly. So eating one means you can't forget it. <laughs> you know, um, I really like this idea. Have you seen Black Mirror on Netflix? I've heard of Black Mirror. I haven't okay. watched any of it. I don't, I don't think I've talked about it on the show. I'll just go over it briefly. But it's like a modern Twilight Zone. It's yeah. been called that by pretty much everyone. Yeah. And what it is, it basically takes new innovative things in technology today and then 
shows the worst shows case. It, shows it like the worst case scenario right. in 20 years. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, and so now when I hear about cutting edge technology, I'm like, what could go wrong? Black Let me make mirror. this a Black Mirror episode, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and I'm just thinking of swallowing a pill that can read all the info in your body and... Uh, I mean, this isn't necessarily a black mirror thing at all, but it uh, it'd be so cool to be able to like have one that's anchored in your body forever and that's completely powered by your stomach acid forever because you're there's always going to be acid in there. Right. And it can alert you. It's like, I think you have a cancer cell. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yep. And then 99.9% of people will be cured. Um so I know, that would be really neat. That's actually some. That was actually something they mentioned. It's I actually have it written down here. Yeah. There's another application for it as well, and I'm gonna read this uh, directly from the article. As for when we'll see these ingestible batteries used in humans, that's still a while away, as there will need to be extensive research and testing done to make sure the devices are safe. But the possibilities are truly massive and could maybe even one day include sophisticated sensors and technologies that could help prevent diseases like cancer from developing. Nice. Another application for this is, and I believe they're already, this is another one that they're working on. It contains, I know that there are variations of it. Good example is Nexplanon. I'm not sure if you are any familiar with that. It's a birth control for women that gets implanted in your arm. Oh, okay. And it's good for three years, and it will dispense medication oh, into your yes. body directly. Uh, Adria's mentioned that. Uh, and so they're they're talking about doing that with this capsule as well, where it sits in your stomach, and instead of needing to take pills or whatever, it just dispenses the medication as it's needed. Potential to be deadly if it malfunctions. <laughs> right, and it releases it all at once. Yeah, yeah. so there's still, cool. like they said, there's still a lot of testing that yeah. needs to be done. Uh, there's yeah. actually a really good scientific article on this topic and on this device uh, a link for that will be in the description for the episode whatever medium you're listening to this on i'm sorry if it's not clickable (laughs) if it's just plain text but it'll be there so yeah pretty cool i thought that is neat yeah i'm glad you meant you found that and mentioned it it's that time in the episode boys and girls where we give you a little piece of our music lives and we have a couple of pretty good pieces for you i will uh have uh joe go first and he will let us know what he chose for the song of the week before i even say anything about the track here's a clip If you didn't recognize what that track was from, I think it's probably best that you dedicate the next Sunday you have off to watching the Star Wars series. Has to be Sunday. Has to be Sunday. (laughs) Star Wars Sunday. Come on. Uh, The original six, the seventh, and the Rogue One that just released this past year. That was a track from the original movies. It's the Force theme song. Mm-hmm. And as you could hear, man, that whiny guitar. Ooh, it was spiritual. <laughs> oh yeah, it's by a band called uh, Galactic Empire, and they only have Fitting. one. Yeah, they only have one album out, and it's 
an album of all the biggest tracks from the Star Wars movies done in like whiny metal guitar style. Uh, they've got like the Cantina song, the main theme, obviously, which I almost chose as my song of the week. Right. But the whiny guitar, I I showed Jake and he's like, that's the one. I'm like, <laughs> okay, you convinced me. A lot of really solid tracks on the album. A few, I, got, I got goosebumps a few times listening just because I have good the guitar and the drums sound. I definitely recommend it if you're a Star Wars fan. Even if you're not, it's still really solid music to a very legendary series of movies. So well do yourself put. a favor and go, go, and go listen. Well put. So my song of the week was actually inspired by a recent meme, which is really stupid in itself. A recent meme? <laughs> recent grandmother. <laughs> uh, well, I had come across a meme of uh, Saruman from Lord of the Rings. Uh, spoiler alert, he dies. <gasps> <Yeah>. <laughs> no! <laughs> He's falling off the tower, right? And then uh, there's a song that played, and I thought it was... So entrancing. That's the word I've been looking for to describe this song. Entrancing. I'm glad, I'm glad that I figured it out when it matters. Uh, like, it, I think it was produced so well. Um, and it, that song is called Shooting Stars by Bag Raiders. I had never heard it before. And I looked it up and I was just like, wow, this is actually good. Music video is super weird. But that kind of makes it better because I really like weird stuff. <laughs> it's a seven-year-old song. Yeah, 2009, right? Yeah. Yep, so here it is. I would highly. <laughs> so I'll be at my job uh, at the drive up window, and I was just telling Joe if I hear anything that has any sort of like solid rhythm, like any sort of noise that just like goes boom, 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 I'll just instantly just be like. And this, all week it's been like that. So I knew I had to have this as my song of the week for it to be just like genuinely a part of my life and if so. you haven't seen the memes for it go watch those too because they're hysterical because <laughs> they're, they're just they're weird and dumb but that's like what makes good memes. that's what memes yeah, yeah that, that's what memes are they're dumb weird and stupid it's but just lighthearted funny. stuff you know yep i feel you that's it for song of the week i know we're blowing through these topics today but that's just the mood we're in let's get to it that's right Our discussion segment for this week is one that we're going to have to walk around on tippy toes the entire time because our goal is not to offend with this podcast. We're aiming to be very PC, politically correct, but we do want to bring this up because we think it's an important topic, especially in society today. Right. And this is the topic of, I don't even know how I want to word it. Yeah. Fat logic. Right. That's not, and that isn't like the best way to put it. But but that is what it is. Right. And we're not... Yeah. Yeah. Fat logic. That's I, I'm trying to think of any other way to word it, but I can't really, so I won't even try. Well, um, we thought about this because earlier today... No, a couple days ago, I was scrolling through Facebook, 
and a Facebook friend of mine. I doubt she listens. She recently lost like 39 pounds. That's a significant amount of weight. That is a significant amount. It takes amount. a lot of effort to lose that amount of weight, no matter what your stature is. And she is looking really good. And I commented, I was just like, hey, great job. Because I, I really feel like people who are able to do that should like because it's just like they should be recognized for that because that's that's really strong it's something that is really impactful on your health and your life in general and i just wanted to like say uh great job and then i noticed that half the comments above me and then every comment pretty much after me was like everyone saying how um like it was too much weight lost or if or like oh she you shouldn't have lost it or you know, you looked great the way you were, which is like nice, but it's still like it's still taking away from that accomplishment. Accomplishment, yeah. And, and that's not very that's that's kind of rude. It you is. You know, I would take it rude. Um, there's been a couple of times in my life where I lost a significant amount of weight. Once pretty recently, and if I like posted a before and after picture of myself, and half the comments were like, "Oh, you lost too much," or or just like drawing away from the accomplishment of it, which, and, and I know it's harder to do for some people for, for medical reasons or, um, just, I want to say genetic reasons, but no, <laughs> no, there are no, no it's more excuses. like medical, it's medical stuff. So, I mean, I know it's harder for some than others, but it's still like a very hard thing to do. And it takes a lot of self, Control. Self-control. Commitment. And self-motivation. Yes. Yeah, so I, I just don't like it when people kind of take away from that. And you mentioned in uh, in our Facebook chat earlier, you mentioned how it would be rude for someone to comment on, like, someone who had gained weight. It would be rude to say, oh, you, you, you know, you, you gained, or, you know. You, yeah, you, know you look I'm, a little what, flabbier. Just, well, yeah. what, what I had said specifically was, you know, it would be really rude. It would be considered rude to, or, or sorry, it wouldn't be considered rude if any person saw a skinny person and was like, "You need to eat a cheeseburger." Like that's what people laugh at. Like, right. ha, 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 ha. <laughs> go like, eat a cheeseburger. You're not good the way you are. Or, you know what I mean? Right. Like, but then if you are, uh, if you, if there's a larger person, like you can't even comment on it. Like even if you're not being like in a mean way, like if you're serious about like maybe wanting to, I don't know, help someone. It's like something that's like such a weird, weird issue that really needs to be shattered because right. it's getting too sheltered. You can tell a skinny person to go eat a cheeseburger and laugh it off. But if you told a fat person to go eat another cheeseburger, all help would break <laughs> loose. You can guarantee that. Right. And it, you're right. I mean, it's just a, something that we accept. It's like a normal thing in society today. And you're right. It's something that it's a trend that needs to change. And there are a lot of people who agree, you know, with this logic. And right. That's where the term fat logic comes from because there are a group of people who, you know, rationalize being overweight and being obese and saying that it's not unhealthy. And that's be, just factually wrong. Right. It is factually wrong. Right. And the people who argue this, you know, if any of them listen to this, they'll say it's not factually wrong. It's not proven. It is proven. There's medical research and science behind 
It's it's called overweight for a reason. Right. It's called obese for a reason. Overweight. You're not the proper weight. There's too much. Mm-hmm. Underweight is a thing as well. You can be too thin. There is right. a range of weight for your height that is considered healthy. Right. And denying that is denying that there are stars in the sky. Right. It's denying science. It's denying, denying science. And I know where it came from because this all stemmed from several years ago. Like I would say starting starting around the time Obama first got elected, I think, uh, just in that like frame of society, there was a, there was a period of time when everyone um, started really accepting everybody who didn't think like them or like like uh like homosexuals is very new where that's more of an accepted thing and that is good like i i i like that and i don't i don't mean to like compare it in any way but i think sometimes it's been taken too far where yes you should love who you are and you should be accepting of other people but you should still know that there is detriment to that that there right. there are negative influences on yourself right like you can accept that you are overweight, but that shouldn't stop you from working on it. Exactly. That's the most basic way to say it, right? Right, yeah. Be happy with who you are, but don't be complacent with who you are. Right. You should always look to improve. Yes. And that should mean improving your health because you'll live longer, and it's not only for yourself, but it's for your family. You know? I know a lot of people, big motivation is... If they can't do it for themselves, they do it for their family. Right. Just quitting uh, cigarettes, uh, maybe losing weight. People do it for their family. There's a subreddit on Reddit, and I know I bring up Reddit a lot, but <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I do, called Fat Logic. And uh, basically, what it is, it's a place where people with the mindset that, you know, this, this fat acceptance trend shouldn't be continuing, it's kind of where they congregate and. Sometimes they kind of make fun of the whole movement a little bit, but for the most part, they're doing it in a constructive way. And I've actually read stories in other subreddits online where people have talked about how, you know, they they went to Fat Logic and while certain things were being made fun of, it motivated them to change themselves and, you know, it, it did good for them. So it's not just a place to bash fatties. No, um, no. Like I, I wouldn't like that. I don't think that's right. That's right. That's just being mean. But like you said, if it's something that's constructive and to shed light on the negative implications of being overweight, yes. then that's that's important. And I wanted to read the top post of all time on that subreddit because, you know, it it's someone who agrees with our logic. And then I also want to read a post here from the top of all time that is kind of making fun of a little bit where it's it's like someone who is using fat logic like you'll see what i mean okay. anyway here's the fat uh this one's called fat acceptance is a first world problem that insults third world suffering it starts by saying i grew up in south africa not the best country but not the worst when it comes to well everything it's got some of the most beautiful architecture and it's got some of the biggest squalors it's a land of contradiction As a result, I grew up seeing both sides of human nutrition. My teachers were overweight, bordering on obese, but my fellow students sometimes didn't have lunch because their family didn't have any food. 
Even worse, I saw children my age, without a family and without food, begging near the squalor camps. Then there is the culture preaching fat acceptance. When I first read about it, I was absolutely horrified. Here's a demographic of people eating so much that they become overweight and obese to the point that it's affecting their health negatively, and then they try and justify their excess weight by hiding behind the argument of F your social beauty standards. It's justifying gluttony, a luxury that most people don't have, a luxury that people are trying to justify in the face of people starving to death. That acceptance is a first world problem that insults third world suffering. Mm-hmm. I think that's powerful. It is powerful. And it is very true. One thing I thought of that I should have mentioned before is that where it's harder for other people is because overeating and, you know, things that are leading to weight, a massive weight gain is like a side effect of a mental issue. Like if someone is self-destructive or has tendencies that their their confidence is really bad um, or they have depression or all sorts of just like anxiety disorders and mental issues and that, that those are all serious stuff and that's the reason why a lot of these people can uh gain a lot of weight and it, that's why it's harder for them but i think that that post makes a very very good point when we're just talking about people who don't necessarily have those issues but they're just eating because it's there and, and justifying and, it by saying that the social beauty standards are what made it wrong right when they're just using that as a justification to eat. Right. <laughs> and now I want to go on to the, the one that's kind of making fun of it a little bit. Someone, and it's all blacked out, so there's no identities revealed or anything like that. Someone posted on Facebook, their status was, Plus size clothing should cost the same as the skinny sizes. I'm so tired of being marginalized and excluded for being NORMAL in all caps. Most women are a size 14. So sick of these stores only catering to super skinny people. A size 22 should cost the same as a size 8. First of all, why? There's a big difference in fabric usage between size 8 and size 22. If it costs, if size 8 and size 22 cost the same, I would argue that the person buying size 8 is getting ripped off. Because they're going to average the price. If If I were a clothing designer, I would probably just average the cost of every of all the sizes together and that's what it would do it would basically rip off the people who are smaller right right so i mean you're going to someone's going to get screwed either way yeah and a reply to this comment is and this is where it makes fun of it a little bit do you also go into a restaurant order two entrees and expect to only be charged for one wait yeah you probably do <laughs> oh yeah so that's throwing a little jab in there but i mean it's not wrong i mean do you go into a restaurant and order twice as much right because you're, to be charged you're, for less you're you're buying some sort of product right you're buying quantity you're right. buying a you quantity know, of product you're buying a commodity you're buying a thing you know you're charged you wouldn't get a a maserati and expect the same and expect to pay the same price as you would pay for like a honda civic right they're both cars but they're different cars the maserati's got way more in it than a Honda Civic does. And that's just, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know. And and this these type of posts go on and on and on and on with people, you know, giving logic against the fat acceptance trend. Right. And then there's people who are just oblivious to it. And I don't know. Yeah. And with everything, there's always, like, subreddits like this are going to highlight the extremists. Right. There are a lot of people who aren't like right. this. You know, there's a lot of people who... Might make a comment every now and then, but, you know, right. th- there are the extremists out there. And that's why, like, I want to 
be tactful about this because I know that this is like a really touchy subject. Like this is almost as touchy as like politics at this point. And I don't want to be like disrespectful towards anybody because I know that there's a lot of factors and I know that it's people who are overweight, most people who are overweight know that they are and know right. that it's a problem. Yeah. Uh, but this is pretty much, this is directed towards those extremists. That's what we're really talking against right yeah. now. Yeah. The people who take it to an irrational level without anything to back it up. Right. That's the that's the trend that needs to end. And they take it to the level where it's actually being rude to people who are like, are thin or are underweight. Right. So they, I right. mean, it's just like taking your suffering and putting on someone else. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's just like misdirection. Yeah. All right, guys, it's about that time. We're going to wrap the show up. Sorry for the short show this week, folks experimentation is all I can say. Jake didn't want to say that because he felt it was lying, but I honestly feel like doing a themed episode might have contributed to the shorter show. Uh, it's something we wanted to mess with and see how it went. Uh, we might be getting a little bit more efficient with our information too, because I, we might be a little bit more self-aware where we don't want to ramble on too much. Right. So. Yeah, I, I definitely try not to ramble because yeah. I know that can be boring for some and I don't want to bore you. So I'd rather have a shorter information filled show than a longer one where you're like okay come on just get on with it already right that's it for me this week guys i'll catch you in the next one all right we'll see you next week on the episode lucky 13 lastly dear listeners we would like to put your mind at ease unless you're driving close your eyes imagine what makes you the most happy is that image of the jake and joe show I really hope so. Anyways, here's some music. Music